0: welcome to this fortnight's reset show. Um, As you'll see, slight change in face at the front end of the reset show today. Um, Unfortunately, our lovely Emma is under the weather again, not long after COVID, poor thing. She is on the call, but she isn't feeling herself. So um, she's going to stay off camera and I'm going to help be host the show today. So we've got a very exciting chat today with um, Tom Nodge from Crown Worldwide Group, and you may recognise Sam Knowles who has been on the show before from Insight Agents. They'll be talking about the role of purpose and how to unearth, embed and evaluate its impact, so lots to look forward to on the show. So before we get started, for those of you who may have never come across the research show before, The research show was originally born right at the beginning of the pandemic when we wanted to seize the opportunity that it presented us to do things differently so over the course of the last year to 18 months we've had some fantastic guests join the show sharing their experiences and things that we can really learn to help us if we move forward in this new or different way of working We are going to be doing things slightly differently after today's show ends. So if you are a regular, you'll know that we do the show on a fortnightly basis. It's usually on a Wednesday at this time. Going forward, we're going to be a little bit more flexible just to give us the opportunity to hear from some different guests who aren't restricted to a specific time slot. So if you're already signed up to receive all our notifications, we'll keep you informed about who we've got coming on the show and when. So if you'd still like to join, you can do so. But as so many of you now get the shows from my emails afterwards, you'll still be kept up to date with all the great conversation. So I'm going to hand you over now to Belinda to introduce our guests properly and get the conversation going. Thanks, Katie.
1: Katie, you're a total pro, stepping in at the last minute. That was so slick, so thank you so much, and Emma, get well soon. Um, so, as Katie said, we've got Tom and Sam on the call, and um, I have had the joy of working with these two over the last 18 months to two years on this really fascinating project where we helped Crown Worldwide group to unearth, and we'll look at this language in a minute, to unearth its purpose and then to think about actually how do we make this meaningful, how do we actually bring this to life, how do we embed it and what what does that look like when that's done, is it done? Lots of interesting questions there. Um, So that's what we're going to be exploring as Katie said. I'm so excited um, that these, um, we are back of a a brilliant award win for the team at crown worldwide group last night from the business culture awards scooping the award for leading with purpose for business culture so that's literally less than 12 hours ago i expect that they they picked up that award so it's super exciting to explore that and also that's not the only accolade that this this program or this piece of work has won and the guys also scooped three Internal communications and engagement awards plus the Grand Prix um, Award um, at those words, at the the award ceremony. And really what I think is so interesting is for me as a a consultant or as somebody working on an agency side is that what this program for me does is it really Put, ties the bow on on a piece of work and what I mean by that is it didn't just do the work and then go great yes done isn't that fantastic there is the pure evaluation piece at the end of it that can actually start to measure the impact of this piece of work and that is such a gift because usually as consultants we step away or we'll have to step away towards the end and you know wish people well but um Tom has done just the most fabulous piece of work to, to incorporate that. So let me introduce Tom in a little bit more detail. And I know I do a past job with this, Tom do fill in the gap. So Tom Nodge um, is, head, is head of um, insights um, at the Global Logistics Business Crown Worldwide Group. Now, Crown is an enormous organisation five business, businesses, businesses, 50 countries, two years, unbelievably, 20 years experience of agency and client side, customer and market research. And that's for organizations, including Unilever, Tesco, Dunhumby, um, and so on. Um, Sam, like Katie said, has already been on the show with us, so you, many of you will be familiar with him. Sam is founder and MD of Insight Agents. Um, Insight Agents are storytellers, in particular data storytellers. Sam is also the author of, I want to say two books, but it might be two and a half or three by the time we're speaking. So um, I'm sure we'll drop into the, the show notes and the chat today some details on some of those fabulous books as well. Um, so Tom, anything about you that I haven't said that people really do need to know?
2: I think I think you've covered it. I think you've also um, uh, there might be some people out there that might be wondering how I'm feeling today after uh, another win for our business and um, and Inside Agents and Fathom XV last night. Um, so yeah, um, hopefully I'll, I'll do my best today to, to make sure I, uh, you know answer your questions and have a good discussion properly. Um, but I am feeling a little bit, a little bit, little Thank bit you. Um, <laughs> partied out. <laughs> <laughs> that's why
1: you're doing in a shady room not too much bright light so thank you for joining us um and yeah and congrats um Sam what haven't I said
3: well I wish it was two and a half um my essay deadline for book three is the 31st of um January next year but I do have the end of this month the whole week uh, of no client work and uh, focused writing but I'm very ready to write um uh the third in the using data smarter trilogy of books but we will talk more about that next year I have no doubt
1: fabulous yeah great books do check them out as I say we'll put them in the show notes so let's start with the conversation Katie um give me a thumbs down if my audio is really bad I've just got a big truck going fast or a thumbs up if it's okay
0: it's, okay. it's a bit off and okay. on, so we'll see great. how we'll see how we uh, we go. Worst case scenario, we can always turn your video off and see if that helps with anything. And uh, okay, great. I, can I will field I will questions watch. through chat if needs be as well. So. excellent. <laughs> okay.
1: I will watch for your visual cues. And if I need to, to switch my video off, I will. So great. Into the conversation. So we wanted to, we, the language we talk about and and how we've introduced this program is discovering or unearthing purpose. It's a very particular choice of language. Sam, can you explain a bit more about that?
3: Yeah, so I mean, I think whether a company is uh, was founded in 1965, I think I'm, I'm right in remembering that, Tom, for, yep. for Crown, yep. or, or whether it's kind of 65 days or 65 weeks old. Um, the purpose, the reason that the founders created it and that those that lead and serve and, and help to keep it distinctive um, uh, in the very moment... Um, the, the the purpose is there but it often remains hidden in plain sight and I think that it's very important to um I mean you mentioned that I'm interested in data i mean all sorts of data i think it's in order to get towards a purpose uh, and uh, to uh, it needs surfacing it's a bit like you know the old oil analogy you know, you know you need to zone in the right area and then mine and extract and uh, and ultimately to refine that. Um uh, I mean I think um, there's a lot, there's a lot of, of talk about purpose, um, and I think there's a lot of cynicism about purpose. Um, and I think uh, I was at one stage thinking about writing a book about it. I'm not at the moment, but I was, I was thinking about doing it. and it would have been called something like it's not about saving the planet. It's much more important than that. Um, you know, the purposes that business businesses can have and can express, don't need to be just about ESG. Often they are, there is an ESG component in them, but it's about what is it that motivates the individuals that founded, that lead, that serve, that that throughout the organization, what is it that that joins them together? What What is the reason that they're there and that they exist? And one thing it definitely isn't, and Simon Sinek, um, who's you know, been in this area for many years, would say is profit. You know, it's not about making money. Making money is not a decent answer to the question, what is your purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, because that's a consequence of doing something brilliant. I was talking to, I had the hour just before we came on, I had the hour in the, in the year that I hate most which is actually it was quite fun in the end but it's sitting down with our with a with, with our financial advisor right it makes my ears bleed usually but anyway it was fine um, uh, but we were talking about harley davidson and of course harley davidson uh, the, the purpose of harley davidson as i'm sure we'll all know know is to unleash the easy rider in every 48-year-old accountant. Anyway, um, it, <laughs> so, I, so when we talk about uh, discovering and unearthing and surfacing, it exists in there. You need to use a number of different tools and techniques to get that out and to workshop it and to develop it. And then, of course, you know once that has been landed and agreed upon uh, and signed off by the business, well, then it's over to... Um, to the business to make sure it comes alive. And I have to say, in, in many years of working, this is not blowing smoke, Tom, but in many years of working with businesses, um, I have never seen a, uh, a purpose uh, that's been landed and accepted and, and welcomed because it's a reflection of the business. I've never seen one um, uh, activated and put into a business in the way that you've done it. And, you know, the latest gong that you scooped in your bleary eyed way last night with your colleagues to go to with, with the other four from earlier this year is testament to that.
1: Great. Um, Sam, I'm going to come back to you um, just to explore this concept of embedding and activating purpose in just a minute. But before I do that, Tom, is there anything what's coming up for you when, you when you hear Sam talk about discovering purpose and then talks about, I don't know why I'm flagging this in particular, but cynicism, different interpretations of what not what your purpose is, but what purpose even is, if you know I me. Mean.
2: Absolutely. And uh, as always, uh, very well put by Sam. Um, uh, So, uh, and and absolutely, it really does come down to uh, the language we were using when this uh, project uh, kicked off uh, back in the day. It was all about, uh, just to reiterate what Belinda was saying, um, you know, unearthing, discovering uh, and so forth. And and what what this really came down to was how we can truly, um, you know, understand what the purpose of crown is in the most authentic way possible and the key for us was was authenticity and um that, and that that's really what's going to resonate uh, with the wider business that's that's the most important part and um as with uh, all purpose initiatives um particularly with crown you know we are a global business and it's uh, we have a, a very diverse um, uh, portfolio of clients and employees, and it's incredibly important that um, that, that the employees truly, genuinely, authentically um, uh, adopt uh, and and believe in in our purpose. And and we were very careful with the language uh, from the from the beginning, um, discovery, unearthing, but also um, you know something that we're not you know something coming into our consciousness that, that we've always been doing it's just now we're being more mindful and and working towards it together mm. but yeah. um yeah it's, it's a very 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 important thing and um yeah uh, uh, for us and uh, it, it's been a fantastic journey
1: fantastic and um i'm gonna get this wrong now the Cranwell by group purpose is making it simpler to live work and do business anywhere in the world Am I right?
2: Absolutely nailed it. That's exactly it. Making it simple to work and do business anywhere in the world.
1: Excellent. Thank yeah. you. So thinking about embedding or activating again, really interesting language. You know, I've heard the phrase before. Years launch. We're launching our purpose. I'm not. If you we believe it's already there. So if it is already there, you're not launching it. You're doing something else. So we tend to use this this language around embedding or activating purpose. But Sam, um, what does that language mean to you? And are there any you know, how do you avoid these dangers of well purpose washing if you like
3: yeah I mean the, the the point the point Tom makes about um, uh, authenticity this has to be real is is I think one of the reasons why there can be stumbling blocks for many organizations that that um you know maybe they haven't um, sought out enough opinion in enough in enough depth from enough. People. I mean, I, you know, in, in the case of Crown, not only did we have a, um, a kind of cross-functional. It was, I think, it was the last one. Of the, it wasn't the last bit of training. Well, was last workshop. But it was one of the last kind of pre-pandemic workshops, and we had a we had a truly stellar cast um, uh, uh, join us in a hotel near Heathrow, didn't we? I mean, from from really from around the world. Um, kind of, near, I think, maybe more than 20 of us representing different functions, different parts right. of the business. Um, this, the cross-functionality, I think, is really important, but also depth. So as well as, in the preparation, analysing the, the, the linguistic ticks and tells and trays of Crown in all of the internal, external-facing publications, um, online, offline, Uh, as well as doing that, as well as getting more than 100, I mean, I was really impressed, more than 100 leaders from across different bits of the business, as well as doing in-depth, one-on-one interviews with the board, uh, all members of the board. um, You know, there there was... was, It wasn't just kind of... um, Uh, broad and shallow it was kind of broad and deep I mean I know you're an organization of several thousand people is it four and a half thousand people something like that um uh from memory um uh, we didn't speak to everybody we weren't able to you know it would be kind of too confusing but we had we 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 were really able to go kind of broad and deep and I think that that's one of the keys I mean one of the keys your your keyword there uh, Tom of authenticity. One of the reasons that the 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 expression of making it simpler for everyone to live, to work, and do business anywhere in the world. Um, one of the reasons that resonates is because it's true to what the business does. And you know, you have very diverse business operations, from you know, archiving and storing data, and moving people, and art, and wine, or lots lots of different things. But actually. Um, uh, uh, there, ca- there can be a danger, bless you, there can be a danger, particularly with a diversified business, a, diverse- a business that's grown organically and by acquisition and different things. Um, uh, there can be a danger. Um, and one of the reasons that I think purpose statements can be rejected and fail to embed is that they, they're so bland. They mean they're kind of all things to all people and therefore they mean nothing to anybody. What I think by going broad and deep, um, with the Crown um, ecosystem world, we were able to listen to a real diversity of voices and in less, fewer than 20 words, uh, ideally capture something that resonated, that was authentic, and then that allowed it to be properly embedded. That's my feeling.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm, absolutely. Thank
0: you. Thank I- you. I don't know if we've uh, mm-hmm. lost B for a for a moment on uh-huh. that. I think her signal she's may it. have gone. Um, what is what is it, what? tell me a little bit about the embedded or activate a minute. Oh <laughs> she's there, we've just got a bit of a it's lag, like- but we'll we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll work through it. We'll we'll work through
1: it. We've all so- been through
2: this before. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my question for you is this which is what does um what has embedding or activating purpose looked like at crown and that's for tom
2: yeah so yeah so uh, i think so where it starts for us and i think that uh, this goes back to um uh you know what what we uh, the challenge that, that that we uncovered and set ourselves from the very beginning is how we communicate uh, purpose and uh Bill, you mentioned the word, you know, we didn't want to have it launched, um, you know, turn it into, uh, not that there's anything wrong with this, but like an, in, a, a, an internal uh, marketing campaign. Um, that 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 has a, a a certain lifespan. This is something that um, we truly wanted to activate within our business in a way that's authentic um, and has the appropriate buy-in from from the right level of leadership all the way through to um, uh, the people that are facing our customers um, and uh, throughout all of our different business units and all the different markets that we operate in. So that that idea of how that is. Um, uh activated um was incredibly important to us and and it wasn't easy and and so the way that um uh things were activated was uh we chose an approach of having it being a conversation led um approach Mm -hmm. um so you know managers having conversations with their teams one-to-ones so it not being it was a I think we use the word "soft," "soft" um, activation. I, I, we, we had some. Fa- <laughs> There's lots of fantastic words uh, from Belinda and Sam, by the way, everyone, uh, as, you, as you would know. Um, but yeah, but it was, and uh, it truly was a genuine, authentic conversation-led um, approach. Um, it, it, that was then backed up by by various other. Um, uh, you know channels and you know business updates or town halls and so forth um, where um, you know we we encourage not actually saying the word purpose but actually you know expressing making it simpler to live work and do business center in the world um, and uh, with regular check-ins and so forth and then later down the track um, uh, you know uh, embedding the uh, the measurement program to see how we're actually tracking and tracing um, on this and we'll probably talk about that in a bit more detail mm. a little bit later Belinda but yeah so so uh, but and, and what this has resulted in is is truly um, something that you know even I have seen you know organic um, uh, I, don't, I don't know if the words manifestations but like but but, uh, but uh, uh, you know that's uh, <laughs> People activating their purpose in their day-to-day life. Like you go to LinkedIn on some of our um, employees and you actually see in their statement, uh, making it simpler to live, work and do business anywhere in the world. We never said to do that. And yeah. um, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, for me, it's, it it says that this is genuinely, again, you know, we do have data to back this up, but we see evidence out there that it's definitely something that is lived, um, truly lived and um, activated within uh, employees of the business as well. So yeah, it's, it's been uh, really uh, great to see and there's a lot more um, on the way as well.
3: You can, 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 I, can I just add, add something there? Um, uh, and you mentioned I'm, I call myself a storyteller or a data storyteller. Um, I started life as a classicist and I'm afraid I'm going to speak... Uh, and, I, I, and There are classicists <laughs> in much more important roles uh, in the United Kingdom and elsewhere who've given classics a bad name, but I'm hoping to bring, you know, bring something back to the classics. <laughs> so there is this concept. Um, uh, I'm going to give you only three Latin words in medias res, in the middle of things, plunging into the middle of things. Stories are told much better when you plunge in, when when, 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 the, when the story, and in this case, the story of the purpose, is just a natural way of doing it. And you're not, as you say, absolutely as you say, Tom, you're not launching it. So I'll give you one example. Homer, the Odyssey, this is his journey home from the Trojan War we don't we don't it's it's not it's not we don't start um with the with the with the wooden horse having been wheeled The wooden horse doesn't even appear in homer we don't start uh oh i'm going to leave the war now and sail home and it's going to take me along what we, we he's t- he's he's being held captive by the witch calypso um and then you get flashbacks and then you get dialogue and then so th- that's that's my little kind of storytelling classicist you can take classics out of the boy but you. No, whatever the phrase is, Um, uh, you you know, the the reason that those stories resonate 3000 years after first being composed is because they do things in a satisfying storytelling way. And when it comes to corporate storytelling, it's exactly the same. So, Tom, your point about didn't want to launch is perfect, is spot on from the storytelling perspective, because... Um, If you try and say, here's our purpose, we're launching it today, it's great, bunting um, banners in in buildings, on payslips, wherever it might be, on email signatures, those things can join organically. But if it's just you know if it's revealed by dialogue, if it, I love your example, a brilliant example there uh, on the LinkedIn. You know, we didn't ask them to do that. Well, no, because it, it's authentic and they want to be part of that 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 um, visual and oral culture. So I think it's really important not to launch it. Um, clearly, there needs to be some structure. You want people to to be to you want people to uh, stumble across at every available opportunity without ramming it down their throat. Um, the fact that this is an expression that resonates with the business and you want them to share that, you want it to become a, 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 a meme. You want it to be shared around the business, uh, but it sounds, if it's appearing on LinkedIn, it's, it's it's living up to its mimetic potential.
0: Thank you. I've actually got um, a question that's come in from, from Emma in, in the chat, um, which I just wanted to go through with you so a conversation-led approach does sound great but we know that this relies on the ability of leaders to have these conversations which sounds simple enough but I think we all know it's anything but in reality so how do you set your leaders up for success to be able to have these conversations
2: I love that question Emma thank you very much (laughs) and uh now I think that um conversation led uh, the conversation led approach um, is not something that's easy okay so uh, it's not something that we go oh yeah leaders high, we need to be confident so there is a lot of work that needs to happen but I think the number one thing that we had from the very early onset is you know the theory of purpose in business everyone knows um, uh, and I've, I'm yet to be proven that an authentic purpose that's lived within the, in a business does result in you know higher em- employee morale and um uh, you know, a, a better, a better customer and client relationships, and so forth, and all around a, a better, more profitable business. At the at the, at the end of the day, um, that's that's the theory, right? But what we never really had, um, and but, but we got very quickly, was the tangible um, evidence that uh, that can demonstrate um, that uh, that purpose actually does have an impact on the employee experience. And um once you uh, so some and, and it goes back to what Sam says about cynicism about purpose, not everyone buys into it, and and it's something that that we need to you need to be prepared for. We need to have that conversation on different levels. Um, you know, some some managers um are more open, some managers are going to be more cynical. Um, and uh, what what we uh, came up with was a way to demonstrate tangibly that uh, uh exposure and um uh, evidence of living purpose actually has. A positive um, impact on the employee experience overall. So it's not just um, something that is, is a suggestion. You know, have have the conversational approach. It's something that you know every manager wants to have motivated employees. I would imagine if if they don't, then there's probably a conversation that needs to needs to be had with that manager. But um, uh, you know, it 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 really comes down to that. Um, re- re- you know, demonstrating through conversation showing the evidence that it actually does work and then that continues it and then that moves into um, further embedding of, of purpose within the business.
1: Thanks Tom, um, it is a great question, let's let's loop back a little bit and I'll ask you to explain a bit about the evaluation process and I know we've got some more questions coming in as well so then we'll come to those in a bit so tell us a, a little bit, I mean working with you on as you know the lead on this program was, was such a gift in terms of our ability to actually be able to for the first time, and this is what, you know, the, the internal constant engagement awards people are saying this is great, you know, it's not me saying it's groundbreaking stuff it's them saying this is groundbreaking stuff. Nobody does this yet. And um, so tell us a little bit about that evaluation approach and how that came about.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and working together actually was a gift. I just want to reiterate that. So, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so it goes back to the, um, I it always goes back to the, um, it goes back to the very beginning of this. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of you would know the change curve um, within a business, uh, change management and documented everywhere. Um, Valinda and Sam had it in the original proposal, Um, but uh, really the change curve um, uh, in business, like it doesn't happen overnight, Uh, it it takes time um, from, you know, a general awareness uh, through to sort of understanding um, and then moving on to embedding later down the track, and we were very much true to that all the way through this again going back to authenticity we know that this is not going to happen overnight we don't want to go out and have conversations with our leaders and, and other parts of the business to to help um activate purpose by by telling us you know once you uh, read the statement everything's all going to suddenly join together so it, it, it was really about um acknowledging that there are going to be steps there are going to be sta- uh, stages it is going to take time um and um and again in theory that sounds fantastic but you know, having this, you know, be, being led, um, you know, th- through the work that I do um, uh, as, as Head of Insight for Crown Worldwide Group um, and have a, a background in data, market research um, uh, and so forth, um, it's, a, it's a slight, right, well, we, this needs to be, again, tangible, like how we, this needs to be measured. How are we gonna know um, when things are living and, and uh, activated um, fully? And how do we know when to change? What actions do we need to take to get there? How do we move people along that change curve? Um, and, and that was really the basis of the evaluation program. Um, how can we create an evaluation program with the data assets that we have at our availability to make sure um, that we can track and monitor the progress and the change uh, and the impact that Purpose is having across our business, as well as our customers and, and clients. Mm. And yeah, and that, that formed the basis of the um, the methodology. And I don't think that um, a methodology like that is like every business can... it. it it is. It is actually a very unique uh, experience um, uh, being in my position within Crown because we do have um, some of the best data assets that I've actually seen. You know, we're a service-led um, uh, company. Uh, our service is everything, so we obviously have customer satisfaction uh, data that, that's that, that's tracked ongoing across all of our various different business units. But we also have a very strong HR. Um, team that's uh, uh, led by Magalie. Hi, Magalie, if you're listening, um, who, who whose number one thing is, is is employee feedback. The employee experience is incredibly important. And so, having that relationship between uh, the customer and the employee, um, and uh, bringing in a measurement program that that that, that literally measures everything um, that, that, that's coming in and links it uh, all together to to assess the impact it has. Um, Uh, really does help turn those uh, cynics um, around.
1: uh, Yeah, really interesting. So I think sort of reflecting back to Emma's question about how do you you make conversational leadership or conversational approach real? So it's, you know, it's half motivation, isn't it? You know, your managers, your leaders have got to be motivated to want to do it. And it's half skill and support and enablement. It's probably, you know, that that, that half and half is probably wrong. It's probably 90% motivation, and inspiration. And what I thought was really interesting when you started working on this is that when you started sharing data and you could cut it by location or business unit, hmm. suddenly more leaders got involved and more interested because they could see almost the scores on the doors and they wanted a slice of it so the motivation came later so there was quite a an organic uh, adoption of it from that leadership management level which helped to drive it down the business so i think that yeah the use of data not just to prove its value but also to incentivize more people to get involved and to want well, to have those conversations Sam, what's coming up for you that we've not talked about so that, I, today just wanted, I, I just
3: want to i just want to say that i think that there's that that um let's have another flashback, uh, building a good story through flashback, right? Um, uh, I I think that um, when I talked about the the breadth and the depth of of those that you um, I, I would say uh, allowed and indeed required us to, to 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 speak to. I think one of the reasons, and I don't have uh, your 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 metrication is much more significant is much more sophisticated than my hunch here. But my hunch is that because um, the board, the senior leadership team, a cross-functional group, but also many many more than that, were actively involved had their opinions sought, listened to. Um, and reflected in the, in the in the in the the purpose playbook and so on the the, the final manifest or the, the final kind of drawing together manifestation that you then use as the fuel to take it even further, because they had been listened to. Therefore, it feels much like much more like an inclusive process, and that you've involved them along the way. Um, and and when it comes back to them, and they recognise it, and they think, oh, there's a there's an expression for my bit of the business, or for what we do in this function, then they're very much more likely to use it. What I think is spectacularly impressive is that you have what you've not been able to um, depend upon. Uh, is water cooler moments. I don't reckon there have been anywhere I mean I, I know you've carried on doing all of the amazing things that you do but but there will not have been by virtue of the this you know what you know one thing and another in the last 18 months um, there will not have been the opportunity for those um, spontaneous um, uh, accidental oh have you seen about this or I heard so you You've stripped that away, and yet, because you took this rig- rigorous approach—one in the data in—so we don't, it's not garbage in, garbage out; it's quality in, and therefore quality out. Um, um, but then had this uh, it, this very sophisticated, straightforward but very sophisticated way of measuring um, uh, impact and, uh, and and tying the impact of the cascade of the uh, of, of the rollout. Um, and the way that it's lived in the business the very sophisticated and straightforward it's great that you have you have that kind of paradox embedded there um way of measuring it it means that you can see where it's working where it's not and uh, but but to do that under the conditions of a pandemic even more impressive
1: mm. Tom
2: cheers thanks Sam yeah uh, yeah absolutely absolutely and um it's uh I guess it's it's one of those things um you know and it it actually is you know really it's it's actually true to our purpose it's actually what we do we are making it simpler to live work in the business world we're, and and that's embodying itself through you know adapting and continuing to uh, to evolve uh, through you know the uh, the things that have happened over the last 18 months I like it how we're avoiding saying it um, <laughs> but um it's uh it, it it is it's definitely um something that uh that we're particularly proud of but the the best thing is that it's it's something that has embedded itself in our organization and it's continued to be listened to and and acted upon so yeah Mm. very um very exciting
3: I'm, i'm 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 not being gratuitously um uh euphemistic uh the 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 radio 5 bbc radio 5 in live in the uk their film reviewers and podcasters simon mayo and mark kermode they don't talk about the pandemic they always talk about what with one thing and another i think i I think i I think you know (laughs) poking one in the eye of covid and calling it one thing and another is quite quite decent but no it's 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 it's, it's, it's genuinely impressive yeah thank you Really
1: good. I love I love that expression. Thank you, Simon. So much better than these unprecedented times, which yeah, I think we yeah, were yeah. All sick of by about yeah. April last year. That's eighteen months <laughs> on. Um, and I, Jane, I think we we started to. Jane has put a, a question or a comment in the mm. chat about the difficulty of making purpose real across multiple. Um, I'm going to mangle it. Sort of multiple business units and leaders with different priorities and so on and we've touched about it we've touched on it at on one end in kind of like the 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 data use of data to inspire and and demonstrate the impact that it has on employee experience employee engagement and customer experience which is an organization like crown which is what it's all about there was something else that i just wondered if it's worth reflecting on briefly maybe it's quite a tactical thing that feels significant to me and this is to sam i know that obviously Crown is a a business with multiple business units doing everything from moving fine art and storing wine to massive data storage and and many other things in between. Um, And Sam, you needed to come up with what we needed to express, if you like, so unearth and then you express or articulate purpose. And you need to do that it's flexible right because there were different manifestations of this to help different business units engage with it can you explain a little bit about what that looks like you know flexibility within a framework or whatever it may be how does that work
3: yeah absolutely so I mean I think I think um, if you if you look at the um the core expression um can live work and do business kind of kind of expresses what people um, I guess before the age of retirement and even after do Um, uh, so the making it simpler uh, aspect or element is absolutely central to that but I mean if, if we think about you know, if we think about, uh, and I'll be specific just to just to demonstrate the flexibility. If we think about the um, the relocations, moving moving uh, people and families and possessions and the rest of it. Um, so, if we're saying it's making it simpler for everyone to live, work, and do business anywhere in the world, then for relocations, we're talking about making it simpler for you to move your family, your possessions, and even your pets to more than 150 countries worldwide. Um, uh, if you if you're thinking about another element, if you're thinking about records management, you know, making it simpler for you to integrate physical and electronic assets, making them available, more available, and understand how information flows through the business. I won't go through that through every every um, uh, one of your your six or seven divisions, but but I I think I, I think the the uh, simple uh, the word simple. I, I was really interested when we you know when we done the absorption and the analysis and the, uh, the workshopping and so on and so on. Um, I was interested to know how the simpler uh, would go down uh, for a good reason that there are some people um, uh, who think that simplicity is a dirty word. Um, uh, and it's about dumbing down and it's about, it's about, you know, being too vanilla. What I was What I was delighted about was that across the business, um, the the, the sense of simplification that doing something professionally because you know how to do it and what visas are required and what happens with pets and how not to break potter. I mean, in all of the different the millions of things that go to 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 make up each of the different business units. not only is simplification not a dirty word; it's kind of it's a beating, as, as, as I appreciate it from the outside at least, and when working with Tom and colleagues, it's a it's a it's a beating heart principle of the business, and it and it's it's you know it's it's in terms of customer experience. If you're moving halfway around the world, or even just you know um, not halfway around, you know, a tiny bit around the world, if you're if you're entrusting, um. Uh, a third party to ensure that that your data is managed in a new and more elegant way. Then the simplification bit is is not only not a dirty word. That's what you're after as a customer. You you want you want it to be safe and secure and the rest of it, but you just want the headache to be taken away. And because that is a beating heart principle of the way the business has grown organically and by acquisition and the rest of it, um, then uh, I, I, I think. It's quite straightforward to have this higher level thought about simplification and then how it manifests itself in very, very different businesses that require very, very different um, uh, skills and expertises. But I think that, that there's a there's a there's a core thought that is then manifested in many different ways
2: yeah ab- absolutely yeah. super important and i think that that, that to, just to build on that um the way that we speak about it internally because it's always a question as well it's just like you make it simple to work and do business in the world but what does it mean for my business unit like so again crown where multiple business units fight uh, we talk about our core five and we have up to seven we may have eight there may <laughs> be more um, but if everyone wants to know and i think um again it comes down to the language it's how we express uh, purpose um and uh, the expressions of purpose um uh, are what uh, brings it together to that that core fundamental uh, purpose uh, throughout the business units and it's it's the thing that weaves the weave the common thread that ties all of our business units together which is a really really important thing for crown and our business and again this goes back to the brief um, you know, how do we link um, all of our very diverse and different business units together under 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 one unifying purpose? And um, yeah, um, it's, it's a big part of that.
1: So another question in the chat and Tom, I'm going to put you on the spot for this. So this is, yeah. um, Emma's looking for more detail on the evaluation approach. Um, so can you explain what oh, you okay. measured oh. yep. and the approach that you took? So I know that obviously the measurement looked at engagement and experience and also um, customer experience and, and correlated those two, is it possible there's a lot of cleverness in here, can you give us a a simple explanation of what you mentioned in the approach.
2: You're asking me to be clever the day after an award ceremony. <laughs> yeah. um, thank no you. Pressure. Thanks Emma. I'll give you loads of detail actually. So, so, um, uh, but Put simply, um, uh, and uh, so so basically, the, the two ways uh, that we, um, it's two key data assets that we use, we use our uh, data from our customers and clients through customer satisfaction, um, and uh, we use our um, internal employee experience data. Um, and then uh, the third part, uh, this is where the magic happens, is we anonymously link the two together um, uh, through and, and understand who is uh, along that. From the employee perspective, how employees are tracking along that change curve, are they learning purpose through to living purpose and so we we have a way to identify that uh, that has has been crafted um, through a series of questions, Um, a bit of direct and indirect um, analysis technique is used uh, to understand who is living versus learning purpose. and then and, not, and then we also measure from a customer and client perspective uh, we've developed what we call um, the net simpler score um as well as we track um NPS as well um, and uh, other customer experience metrics um along with that but the net simpler score is, is unique to our business um it's 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 a scale that's, that that taps into um is the experience working with crown for you as a customer or client of ours um, you know uh, simpler versus more complex basically and so we use that data coupled with employee experience data link them together test uh, those who are living versus learning and anonymously we can uh, link to see um, what their customer experience um, is like of those who are exposed or, or living uh, versus learning and uh, we can assess the impact on that I I'm going to pause there uh, just in case uh, I've, I've, uh, is that enough detail Remember I can go into a little bit more if you like
1: I'll watch, we'll watch the chat and see if she comes back um, with more. All good. Thanks. Great great job. Um, Sam, what do you think other organisations could learn from this use of data insight and storytelling that we're talking about at Crown?
3: Quite a good question. Uh, They should should do exactly the same as Crown, because Crown done it better than anybody I've ever seen it do before. (laughs) Um, uh, They should realise that, uh, I think they should realise that in order to do this right, uh, you need to uh, give it some attention. Uh, You need to give it some time. Um, This is not something that can be... This is not something that you can knock up um, in 20 minutes by talking to the chief exec and, uh, and, uh, and the chair. Uh, this this so it demands time, it, it demands work, um, but it doesn't just demand time and work in the surfacing and articulation stage. It really demands work in the um, making it live throughout the business stage. But I mean, I, I I mean I think the net simpler score is is just brilliant, um, and uh, it's not that every single statement of purpose is going to have something that could be mm. um, uh, could be hybridised. I think what you looked at was to find, as I understand it, you looked at you you know what is the what is the single most important unifying element, and it is it is this about simplification, okay. So how can, we, how can we measure that within our business? Oh, we can measure it within our business and we will measure it and we'll do it. And we'll, and when you were talking B, before about the kind of cutting by business unit or by market, you know, I mean, you, let's think of an automobile company. Let's, let's say that a big, a big uh, automobile company that has multiple models in multiple markets with different customer segments, uh, possibly even more I mean you know, more uh, on the one hand simpler than than crown on one level on the other hand much more uh, complicated because it's because it has so many different um, uh, both markets and customers and customer profiles and affordability indices and all of these all of these things but you could you know you could you could easily um, uh, i'm not saying simplifi- simplification would be would would be the 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 measure at all but but whatever it was that that um was settled upon you could easily find a way to look at it by market and segment and and then you could you know you'll have you you could say how is the suv division doing relative to the to the um to the sports hatch division and and is that different in i know car market is difficult at the moment because of lack of chips um but 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 you know how's you know how how how's it doing on its ability to make people feel that the company is takes the environment seriously I, it doesn't matter what the issue is but but you but the i mean the fundamental thing i think is take it seriously invest time get buy in from the top which can require, as you will, I mean, not only recall, Tom. You know, we, we were in the trenches together here. It can require multiple selling, right? You know, a, a central a central team, a central function can have an idea. That this is a good idea, but then, you know, um, you you can you you can find a partner who you think is gonna is gonna help you. You know. Uh, make it work well but then it requires repeated um, advocacy during the process Um, and that could make some people give up or it can make people some people say well we won't involve them we never did that we 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 you know we we kind of not not kind of fought fought and said you've got to listen this is so important it's really important but actually look this is why we're doing it this is what we believe it can do and then again you know again that process of, of selling and upselling cross-selling into different bits of the business different functions that gives those people those leaders those team members some skin in the game and it makes it once you've got there that much easier to 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 easier that much more uh straightforward to 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 um then embed it into into the business and uh, i mean as i say i i, I mean if any if every business that develops a purpose could come up with a metric as um resonant and self-explanatory as in that simpler score then it life would be a lot easier but but you know take it seriously and do some hard work
2: yeah really well said sam and, and to, just to also extend from that like thinking about other businesses i think You know, uh, throughout my career, um, you know, thinking about how insight roles um, are generally perceived in the business, it's really much always uh, focused on customers, clients, markets, prospects, and so forth. But very rarely, um, I haven't seen it, Um, maybe it does exist, I'm sure it does, Uh, let me know in the chat or, or, um, or email me or text me on LinkedIn or let us know, but It's very rare that an insight function works very closely with HR. Um, Usually, there might be HR insight teams, or there might be customer and client insight, uh, market insight, but very rarely do they connect. I haven't seen it yet, but in in Crown, it's a very unique uh, piece. And we know that the employee experience is equal to the customer experience, not only in theory, but tangibly, we actually have evidence now of that from happening. So it's incredibly important to have um, to acknowledge that there are, you know, the, those working assets within the business uh, in terms of data assets, and and use them uh, and and mine them, and um, you know, really extract uh, that tangible uh, meaning from them. So, um, yeah, it's I, I, if they, yeah, sorry.
1: As you say, absolutely, you yep. know, the HR Insights Beats is growing. It's you know, it's, it's not mm. caught up with yep. um, customer experience so insights bit. But yep. these usually fit sit in two entirely different parts of the business and mm. rarely talk to each other. So bringing insight as, as one thing together to think about customers and well, we're all 100%. people at the end of the day and one impacts the other, I think is um, a stroke of genius. So great stuff. So one last quick question for you, Tom. Um, congrats again on the awards what next for crown and purpose what's happening next
2: that's really really good uh, so the journey is never ever ever going to be over um it, it, is, it is ongoing um you know a few things have been uh, spoken about on the call today um, you know about uh, you know we've been talking about change curves and um, various things. It is ongoing. We haven't reached it yet. Not everyone in the company is is living purpose. That that's really ultimately our goal. So we're going to continue to measure, continue to to, to demonstrate um, uh, ROI, which is which is really what the the uh, measurement program um, is all about. So we can have those uh, leader led conversations and continue that. Um, you know, w- w- there's a series of initiatives both from a marketing perspective, also from an internal HR perspective. You know. Uh, uh, you know where we're beginning to, you know, it's begin to filter through training and development and so forth as well, and really be part of that fabric and the the language um, of 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 Crown um, Worldwide Group and all of its associated business units. So um, yeah, it's just 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 really onwards and upwards, and uh, continuing um, making it simpler to live, work, and do business anywhere in the world
1: fantastic i love how often you manage to trip it off your tongue and i know that you are doing that all the time in the business as well so if, i'll hand back to katie's to closes off properly but from me um i've thoroughly enjoyed the conversation it's been great exploring and i know there's loads more to come from crown world on this but um from me tom and sam and um, thank you so much and thanks for sharing all of this with us today katie
0: Thanks, Bee. Yes, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Tom. Really appreciate you joining us today. Really fascinating and lots of things that hopefully our listeners will be able to pick up on and, and, and learn from going forwards. So, as mentioned at the uh, top of the show, we are going to start doing things slightly differently from here on in. So, if there are guests that you would like to see come up on the Reset Show in the future, please do send us in your thoughts, suggestions, ideas. You can email us info at peoplelab.co.uk and we will do our best to track them down and get them on a future show. Make sure, if you haven't already signed up, that you do go onto our website, get yourself registered as someone who is subscribing to the research show and then we'll send you all of the recordings after the show, links to the podcast and we do also treat our subscribers with extra reading and resources and other little bits and pieces that you may have heard talked about as part of the show itself as well. Um, If you haven't discovered us on YouTube, you can watch all of our old shows. Please make sure you give us a like and subscribe. Similarly, We've got a podcast which you can find on any of your favourite platforms from iTunes through to, I'll say it quietly so it doesn't set off my one in the kitchen, but Alexa. So you can find (laughs) us on all of the different podcast channels as well. So please make sure you do like, subscribe so other people can find us and enjoy some great conversations like the ones we've had today. That's pretty much it, I think, for now. But yes, thank you again to Sam and Tom and obviously Belinda for hosting the show. And Lots of love to our Emma. I hope she feels better soon. Ready for the next show when that will come around. So that's it.
2: That's on. Thank you for having that's me.
3: Fine. Great to see you all. Thank you. This, um, Thank you. Katie. See you guys. Thanks.